But this is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges. 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 The, uh, I just reordered my cloud lifter, too. And the cords. So I should start. So I'll be able to start using my other mic, which would be better. Um, but I still won't be able to do video till about the middle of next month. I was going to say, but uh, are, are, we, are we doing the new challenge thing? The challenge USA too? I don't see why we wouldn't. I'm just asking. Oh, uh, and I'm looking to go back to video as soon as possible. So we probably won't be able to do it by the time it comes out. But by episode four or five, we should be able to uh, start going back and doing video. When is the start of that thing? Do we have like a Ju date yet? <laughs> July 6th. Really? Yeah. I didn't realize it was set. Did you see the trailers and stuff already? Uh, I don't watch regular TV. Yeah, there's like a new trailer out where they're showing some stuff. And let me tell you something. It looks good. It looks good? It looks like it's going to be good. You know, I've been trying to figure out, is it, you know, was the challenge always great or was it only great because of the people they had on it? And that answer is going to be fucking sussed out real fucking quick. I'm actually really Yeah, because really this one has no, nobody that we know, right? Uh, yeah, just Big Brother people, Amazing Race people, Survivor, and whatever f other fucking show that I don't watch on there. So these are all new people to me. And check this out. There's going to be some new challenge fans that's going to know more about this stuff than we do because they've already followed these people. And we have no idea who any of these people are. No idea. <laughs> like, like, oh my God, Xavier is going to be on that. Like, who the fuck is Xavier? So, I was trying to explain to somebody, um, my friend Jordan about stan twitter and he's like do you mean like stand i'm like no stan twitter where they're vicious and angry and crazy <laughs> but you know stan twitter doesn't always have not everything not every subject has a stan twitter and challenge stan twitter isn't what it once was it used to be the no. wild 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 fucking west i mean between between dirty 30 and like until this last like the spy series that's the spy series when it started really like kind of dying down well once honestly i've thought tapering off shortly after war of the worlds the I, two. I i can agree with that it started getting you know what and they would say that probably started tapering off once car maria stopped coming back <laughs> well because car maria <laughs> fans are honestly and honestly that's how people get a lot of click uh clicks and likes and fights because Kara stands are super passionate and Kara haters are super passionate. It's just one of those things we don't have like, and since bananas has been off the season too, he was also really polarizing. So we just don't have any, I don't think we have enough. Star power. Yeah. Enough people that are polarizing at this point. I just hate people. And I just don't think there's enough people that like the people, <laughs> you know, I always did like John A, but um, I'm ready to well, go ahead. I wasn't talking about All Stars. I was talking about the regular season. All Stars yeah, never but... really. All Stars never had a stand Twitter following. I'll be honest, because by the time they started airing All Stars, stand Twitter was starting to fade away, and the real big heavy hitters started leaving Twitter. <laughs> you know what though? We're we're all better off without stand Twitter because stand Twitter. 
don't get me wrong, it was some of the most exciting time, but it was also some of like some of the shit that's gone down on Stan Twitter is downright loathsome. We've there was a lot of viciousness on there, and we dealt there with was, a lot of shit. Man. There was, and I always thought myself like above it and tried to avoid a decent amount of it, and I did not. Well, I always tell people. I was telling. I was telling my friend Jordan. I was like, Malik's a savage. I was like, you. You don't ever want to get on his bad side. But like, my favorite thing you always said is, is um, don't argue with me unless you're willing to show me your W two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I stopped saying that like right around the pandemic because so yeah, many people was hurting and stuff. It it became so much less funny, and. and yeah, I should probably turn that down. And oh. also the, the aggressiveness, you know, because once I feel attacked and have to start going on the attack, it's a lot to, like, keep me from keep going. So I think we're all just a little bit better off. I think a lot of the people on there has have done some growing up. Yeah. Some somewhat. I mean, it still rears its head every once in a while, but it's not nearly as divisive or vicious as it used to be. And I, I'm going to take that as a positive. I mean, I think a lot of people stepped away i mean the only time you know and honestly the biggest i mean i only really went on there to live tweet i stopped really you know going on there or really checking it and it just got to be a point i I think i even removed myself from all the group chats that i was in because i was like i don't want to hear it i just don't want to be i removed myself from the group chats a, a while ago and i also remember the point where i was just like i'm not arguing with these people anymore like my time I don't have the time for that. Just a lot. Um, and anyway. I'm so glad that like some people stepped off. Some people definitely needed needed to step off. Anyway, moving on. Continuing forward, not talking about Stan Twitter anymore. Oh yeah, I gotta I gotta bring this shit in. Um, um, um. What's really good, potsters? Welcome to another episode of Love, War, Challenges. I am MTV Malik. She is Becky at Gift Master Bex. What's really good? Gang, 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 gang. You know, I'm going to retire the whole gang, gang. <laughs> Too many rappers are getting indicted <laughs> to say anything gang, gang. That's one. And two. Oh, what was I going to say? I need to go to my friend's house. She has a pool. I'm glad that that was very relevant. It is very relevant to me. Today, we are going over episode number, what episode is it? Episode number seven. I was going to say, I thought it was seven. Of the challenge, All-Stars, season three. Now, on this episode, the A block was really, really weak. Um, Especially with Kelly approaching Ronnie, Veronica calling home. I mean, that was cute. And I'm glad they didn't show us Veronica calling home because as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, is Veronica's number going to get punched? Um, but, and, and Derek's starting to feel targeted uh, because of what happened last week. But the main thing is, uh, what I wanted to talk to you about is Mark fills in for MJ. And Janae is missing uh, MJ. And, and Mark takes a spot. And, you know, they hug and Mark makes a sound. Snuggle, now, some snuggle. people, some people have taken this as a clear indication that there was some form of inappropriate relationship. Now, I've said before, I've seen no evidence of it. And maybe 
production is covering up for it. But outside of people on Facebook or Twitter, I haven't heard any cast member come forward with any of this information except for Beth. <laughs> but and do we really trust Beth? No, not at all. Do I think some form of closeness is there? Yeah, but for you, is this solid evidence? It kind of is. With her needing someone to play MJ, it almost sounds like a boyfriend-girlfriend situation. I miss my boyfriend. Could you snuggle and pretend to be him? Like, it's I, it's I weird. I would think it's something... I would think it's probably something closer to like a work life, a, a work wife kind of thing. I don't snuggle with my work husband. That's just not happening. Because Do you that's, have a work husband? I've had work husbands in the past. I don't have one. I work from home currently, so I can't have a work husband. So, but I would have work husband. I would have work wives, you know, because we were just that close at work. But yeah, I would never touch. It's inappropriate because number one, especially if, because I feel like MJ's married. I want to say MJ's married. It's not appropriate for you to snuggle somebody's husband. It's just not. Unless you're like a sibling. Like, that's just not okay in my mindset. It's just inappropriate. I wouldn't like that. Don't touch, don't touch my man like that. Do we know where they are currently standing within their respective relationships? Uh, I don't. But I don't pay that much attention to their personal lives. Yeah, and and, and neither have I. And yeah, it, it, I guess it is just kind of messy. But I think these are one of the situations best left to deal with by the people who's involved with them. I mean, honestly, if I, I don't know if MJ is married, but if he is or in a relationship, I guess it's up to her to make that choice um, on whether or not that's an acceptable relationship. Or an acceptable way of interacting with a female or another female. Okay. Before we get to the daily, we Would see you Kellyanne... like your girl snuggled up to some random guy saying, oh, it's my work husband? I wouldn't allow it. I mean, I'm pretty liberal and I'm not like the jealous type. Like, I don't get jealous over dumb shit. And I wouldn't be with somebody if I felt that if, if, if I was to get jealous over a lot of shit that I wouldn't need to be with that person. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would have to be with somebody who who I know I'm secure with. Uh, if I was married to Jenna, no, I would not be a fan of that behavior in any shape or form. I, I couldn't allow it. Couldn't allow it. What's mine is mine. That's it. It's just it's a thing. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It's all based on personal opinion. And I'm pretty lenient and I'm pretty cooperative, you know, but yeah, that's I don't not trip, okay. I, I don't trip over small shit. But, yo, you trying to tell me you're in Argentina cuddling this six foot four motherfucker? Nah, I'm going to feel some kind of way. And the way they cuddled, like, it, that's well, like. Well, that was marking them cuddling. But, but no, but she's cuddling him the way she would cuddle MJ. Like, her leg was thrown over. I was like, no. Yo, that leg being thrown over was like, everybody was like, ooh. No, <laughs> not okay. Inappropriate. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. <laughs> beep, beep, back up. Like, it's just not okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Kellyanne approaches Ronnie. I mean, everybody can see how this is working out. 
uh, the treehouse numbers have been dwindling week over week. And Ronnie is obviously at the bottom. I mean, you take the bottom of the treehouse out, then, you know, the numbers get get, get even more lightened up. Uh, Kellyanne approaches Ronnie, and I'm going to be honest, I didn't listen to that conversation at all. I think I found something on my phone. But then, <laughs> but I, the gist I got from it is that Ronnie is going to stay treehouse strong, and Kellyanne was trying to get her, trying to just shake her up a little bit. I think Kellyanne was trying to feel out the possibility of working together. Because if Ronnie doesn't know that she's bottom, then she's blind. Because there is no way that that was going to happen. So at the end of the day, we talked about it last week, that she's going to be the sacrificial lamb. That's the way yeah. it's going to work. Exactly. Um, also... I guess rattling her is a good thing. The problem that they've been having with the treehouse is the opposition to the treehouse is unorganized. They're, for the most part, pretty unconfirmed. And, you know, they could turn on each other at any second while the treehouse has been holding strong. And most importantly, they have been winning dailies. They've been winning. Yeah. Well, it's because and, they and have it, the numbers. It yep, becomes and, easier when you have numbers. Yeah. Um. This is one of the best effects that I've seen that a twist have had on the game. But moving on to the daily. Today's daily is going to be trivia called Shooting Stars. The challengers are all strapped to a platform. TJ asks them questions that we can all easily answer at home. And, uh, you know, I was watching with my mans and them, and, you know, he's familiar with some stuff from the challenge, but he's not a huge diehard. So I love watching with him because I always get to pause for a couple seconds and give him a 10-minute history lesson anytime somebody says anything, you know, sideways. And so, you know, I was just like, yeah, these questions are going to be easy. But the fact that they're all strapped up and shit and hanging over a platform, everybody loses their mind a little bit. Everybody, And it becomes so much harder for them to answer questions that some of them know the answer to. It's not even about being a platform or even being slingshotted. It's also... Just being put on the spot and literally having maybe 20, 30 seconds to to say an answer. Like, I was like, there were a couple up there that I knew the answer to, but I answered wrong because I tried to do it quick before they answered it. And I was like, shit, like the Van Gogh question, I got wrong. I said Picasso too. I don't know why Picasso popped up in my head, but he did. <laughs> I know. Between me and my roomie, we got all of them except for uh, Kim Kardashian's kids. Oh, I could have did that about, one. I forgot about Psalm. I had three of them, and I forgot about Psalm. And the, North. The Beatles one. Psalm. And Chicago. And Chicago, yeah. And I got the Beatles one, but I didn't get Harrison's first name. In fact, I think it's George. George Harrison. Well, see, I got, I, I got everyone except... I, I don't know their last names. I just knew their first names. Did they have to have their last names? <laughs> and see... I, that's the thing. I had all I had three of their full names, and for George Harrison, I was like, ah, it's something Harrison. Who I, I said I Marvin Harrison. Know. I was like, no, he's a football player. I have no idea who George Harrison was. I just he's knew Ringo, John, and Paul. That's all I knew. Har Ringo, George John, Harrison, Paul, and who? George. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, everybody gets three strikes. The sabotage is uh, you get to start somebody off with a strike. Very interesting gameplay goes down. Uh, Kellyanne gives her strike to Veronica. Dirt thing, treehouse, we know how it goes. Uh, Brad gives himself the sabotage. 
Because he feels like whoever is going in, he doesn't want to feel targeted. Now, in your opinion, good idea or bad idea? I think it was smart because, I mean, Kellyanne made herself a target of the treehouse, even though I, she should have picked Kayla, number but, one. But that was okay because she was already a target going in. She was already a target, but I think she personally should have picked Kayla over Veronica to get Kayla out of there faster. So that way you can kind of pick off the other two. Um, but it's just, I can understand it being a smart move because it literally put him under the radar and actually put him in the good graces of a lot of people so that they're like, oh, he didn't try and fuck me over. That was nice. It, exactly. Um, you know, Kellyanne shouldn't have done that. Kellyanne made the right move for the position she was in. And I think Brad really made a heads up move uh, with that. There's really... Uh, even though I, if it was me, I, I would have gave it to Jordan. Me too. Why not? I would have gave it to Jordan. But him taking it on himself, he's not making any more enemies than necessary. I thought it was a very good move for him. Plus, if he does that, whoever goes in most likely will not pick him. So great move, great heads up move for Brad. Um, at the beginning of this thing, uh, there's gonna be two heats: one for the males, one for the females. Veronica tells Kellyanne to fuck off. Which I dislike that whole thing. She should have never been told to fuck off in the first place. That's just more remnants of Sylvia's shitty behavior carrying over into the next episode. And Veronica's too old for that. Like, cut the shit, Ma. Just a dumb level of, like, it's just... Ugh. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's real cringe. So, we all know how trivia goes down. Um, Let's just talk favorite moments. First off, uh, Veronica gets to win for the ladies. And... Uh, Derek, surprisingly, gets to win for the guys. But let's go ahead and just run through it. What were some of your favorite moments? This was one of the most entertaining trivia games I've seen in a hot minute. I'm not TJ. Trivia is not always my favorite. But I really, really like this one. Uh, I got to say, uh, John A saying Lion King instead of uh, Tiger, Tiger King. King. Um, Ronnie always gets mad anytime somebody does anything against her. Like, she gets fucking piss which is always just the funniest thing in the world i thought kellyanne had a good launch um naya gave ronnie a strike and i really thought they should have worked harder to tee off the higher tear of people in the treehouse um brad saying lance armstrong was fucking hilarious <laughs> jordan saying new mexico instead of nevada i'll be was, honest was funny and like didn't you do a movie called like space daddy or some shit with like about Area 51, you should have known this. Listen, and listen. Say, I thought it was New Mexico, too. <laughs> oh, I know, but I, for some reason, I thought it. Don't ask me. I'm, I literally thought it was New Mexico. But that was just the site of the crash. It doesn't necessarily mean New Mexico. One was. Two different? Oh, uh, yeah. Roswell, New Mexico. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess that's, that makes sense. I, I didn't even think of that. That's where my brain went. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Uh, was there any moments that really stuck out to you that you really liked? Uh, honestly, the 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 New Mexico versus Nevada. I looked at, I googled it right afterwards because I was like, "Is it really?" I swear, I thought it was in New Mexico. I was wrong. Remember they but, said that we're all going to meet in Nevada to go storm Area Fifty One. They can't I, shoot us all. I saw. And the U.S. government. <laughs> it was funny because they're like, "They can't shoot us all. We're going to storm Area Fifty One." Government was like, "We can shoot you all." Every single last one of you. We really All can. Of can get it. <laughs> Go ahead, Twitter. Let's see how this works out for you. 
We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Cara Maria. This is a shout-out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. No, it's like, uh, honestly, I always find trivia funny. Watching the launches is always funny. Um, I always like seeing Kale getting thrown off of stuff. That's always fun for me. It's always fun to watch how much TJ is enjoying this. too. And I got to say, Jordan had a great dismount and a good landing. Oh, yeah. He tucked the knees. Yeah. yeah. Great, great idea. He was ready. Yeah. And, and seeing TJ enjoy himself doing this, uh, it, you know... We, it, it makes us enjoy it even more. Well, everybody called it. They're like, oh, my God, that's a trivia smile. It's yeah, trivia exactly. day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Everybody had that peg from jump. They're from like, jump. oh, no, he's got that evil glint in his eye and that little giggle. We're screwed. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's funny when Brad got tossed for not knowing the Beatles, too. And Derek, Derek kind of wins by default. So... <laughs> it's nice to see Derek win something that he's not known for being great at, you know, puzzles. But I also don't think he's as bad as as people say he is, or people think that he is. I think because he's perceived as this, like, meathead Polak, all he could do is rumble and tumble, that he can't handle these things. But he handled himself in elimination well yesterday, and he handled himself well today. Even though I would never want to lose to this motherfucker in anything. Well, here's the thing. He sucks at math and mind games. This is not necessarily trivia. Um, I think he just had bad luck in trivia. Because the thing is, is you're very right. When you're literally put on the spot, your brain sometimes just doesn't function. It just doesn't jump right to it. So I can understand where, you know, people get screwed over. And the thing is, is he might have been targeted. I don't remember the last trivia game he was in. But um, it's... I'm not surprised, but I really wouldn't want him to be with me on a Sudoku puzzle. <laughs> you know like i don't know how to do sudoku either no i i felt bad i remember what was it um was it dirty 30 that he that Kara had him during the puzzle and he literally just stood there and was like uh-huh uh-huh and Kara literally had to do all the puzzles by herself and i felt <laughs> really bad for her <laughs> all right so before we move into the next part uh i want to give a big shout out to Blocko Drama. Gave us a nice little shout out on Twitter. Just want to let you guys know we see everything. We don't always respond to everything, but anytime you guys tell us we're doing a good job, that's my shit. So we love big you. shout out, Blocko Drama. Uh, uh, we love hearing from you. Uh, thank you for listening. Now, Chico moving- also messaged me and he was very excited about our last episode. Chico is the shit. Got those stickers, Chico. Uh, big shout out to you too. Thanks a lot. Um, moving on. Uh, everybody gets to the house. Uh, you know, Ronnie. And Ronnie talks with Veronica about her standing in the treehouse. Jenna's pregnant? Again? Who's pregnant? Jenna? Jenna and Zach? Not surprising. Um, I believe both of them wanted, like, a big family. So I think 
And I mean, no disrespect when I say this, but I think she's going to be a baby factory for the next couple of years. I think that's what she wants, though. I think that's all. Yeah, yeah I think so, there, too. There are some people that just want to make babies, and that's just what her... Yeah. You know, um, I, yeah, I remember them saying that, because I think they both want a big family. So, uh, congratulations to them. Um, it might be a while before we see them, uh, to, before we see them back, though, so... True. I mean, honestly, I'm not that upset about that. No, I'm not upset. They're married. They're having kids. They're living their life. They're happy. Happy and healthy. Got to be happy about that. So, Ronnie has a conversation with Veronica about her standing in the treehouse. And this was another conversation that I opted not to really listen to. Both know what time it is. No conversation is going to get you moved up. Like, what do you think? And the thing about it is, unless it's Kellyanne, who, has, who is much more heated with a Kayla or Veronica... Ronnie seems, it seems like it's going to be Ronnie's turn in some capacity today, the way things are going. Uh, but let me talk about something that I didn't like. Uh, Kellyanne approaches Veronica Ronnie, and that shit was awkward. I mean, I don't know where it's going. She had to pop up and skate. Well, I mean, she tried to do it really cute. She's like, yeah. I feel like I'm in The Bachelor. Can I steal <laughs> you for a moment? She did a cute thing. <laughs> and they literally looked at her like, I was like, come on. Yeah, exactly. Get the fuck out of um, here. Yeah, they give Kellyanne so much shit, and Kellyanne really just doesn't fucking bother anybody. Um, but Kellyanne talks with Vero, uh, um, Veronica. <laughs> with Vero. <laughs> and, you got um, Vero on the mind? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't, um, you know, it, it doesn't really make sense. Why plead the case now? Why try to work together now? It just, Cause it's it came off. Towards the end. That's the thing. Right, but why Veronica over a Kayla? I know Kellyanne and Veronica have known each other longer, but, like, Veronica I... has a crew. Ver- Veronica's crew is tailored to her specific needs. The only thing she got to worry about is Kayla. Ronnie's not going to be a threat if she makes a final. Well, the reason why she probably went to Veronica versus Kayla is because she sent Kayla's bestie home. So Kayla's not going to want to listen to her. She's not going to want to work with Kellyanne because she blames her for getting uh, Sylvia kicked off. Oh, shit happens, man. Y- y'all been taking shots at each other all game. It's not even personal at this point. It's just how the game is going. It's Kayla. And let's just agree that she's petty and she takes this shit personal and she's a bitch and I don't like well- I would say Kayla has been playing this game pretty much the way the game is supposed to be played all season. Not her ass she's, is trying she's, in the corner. she's responsible for a lot of the moving and the shaking that's been going on. I mean, and, she, you know, she, she has a pretty big say on the female side of this game. Um, but I really didn't like the whole pleading with her. I thought the lines are already drawn in the sand. I don't really see this thing changing. So, I, you know, the... That whole interaction was just kind of weird for me. Um, now we get to the guys and Mark thinking, Wes, this is a time to get Wes or and or Jordan taken out, which I also thought was a very good idea. Move on to deliberation. And it's going to be Derek and Veronica. Uh, Veronica states that she got promises from uh, from Ronnie and Kellyanne, and Derek wants to protect. Um, Mark and uh, you know he he wants 
excuse me, he wants to protect Mark and he wants to swing big. Now, they vote in Jane for the females and Jordan for the males. What do you make of this vote? I think it's a smart vote. Uh, I think Jordan is very, very strong. It's best to try at least take a swing and hopefully knock him out on something that, you know, try. You know, best you could do is try and get his butt out. Uh, with um, Jonay, I mean, she won last year. So they're kind of probably a little bit more scared. She kind of is more familiar with the way these finals go. Um, and a lot of these people are still not done in All-Stars finals. So I would sure that they would be like, she has a she has a higher chance of winning. Send her ass home. <laughs> um, I love... I love the Jordan vote. Uh, you know, I thought Derek was real cute about, he, you know, he was really worried about, you know, whoever I pick, you know, they're probably going to pick Mark, which I don't think Mark initially was that big of a target. But I also think that Derek knew he had to put in Jordan and the chances of Jordan picking Mark was going to be high. See, if Jordan was a lesser competitor, uh, he'd probably eye somebody like a Nehemiah or maybe even a West, depending on what the game is. Yeah. But if he knows, if he goes for Jordan, who's the person they really need to get rid of the fucking most? Jordan, Jordan isn't the most dangerous person in the game, but he is by far the most dangerous person in the final. Jordan's you gotta a beast. get him out. He's a you can't let beast. him in the final. You cannot let him into a final. This is com- uber competitiveness. Like, he yeah. cannot lose. Like, he will, I think he would literally, like, die if he lost the final. <laughs> yeah 100% you can't let him into the fucking final so I really like this vote I thought that this was one of the more smartest votes that we've seen um, everybody is starting everything is starting to click I'm glad that I, I got to see people like uh, Kellyanne starting to really play this game the way it's supposed to be played I'm not a huge fan of the sucking up to Veronica but you know, I, I like to see her in there at least trying because I think she's still a beast and I still like having her on the screen. And Derek did the right thing. You can only protect your friends and shit for so much. At some point, you know, the game go- the game is going to take over. It's true. I mean, so, this is just the way it works. The facts. Now, let's go ahead and head into elimination. Janae is going in. She calls out Ronnie. At first, I thought, at first, I didn't like the move. I was like, why are you calling out Ronnie? If everybody is swinging big, why don't you swing too? Veronica's the only one safe. This is your perfect chance to get out Kayla. I do not know why she didn't choose Kayla. I was pissed. Kayla is probably your biggest threat going into the game. Uh, Because somebody like Veronica, you want to take a Veronica into the final. Veronica may be the mean girl. She may have carried a lot of favor in the house. She may be able to call a couple of shots. But in the final, she will fold like a fucking lawn chair. You know what I mean? I don't think she has the stamina for it. I, 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 I don't think so either. I think Ronnie is scary. Uh, Ronnie is scary in the final. Uh, Naya is still a bit untested when it comes to the final because we've never really seen her complete yeah. one. Uh, but I'm willing to give her some deference in saying that she might she might be able to kick a little bit of ass. And um, John A., she already proved that she could run one of these efficiently. So, 
I see why I I I didn't initially like it why Johnny did it. I thought she should have went bigger, but I guess it kind of makes sense by taking out Ronnie. You're taking out the Treehouse's buffer, and you're and you're still dwindling their, their numbers. So maybe because you might get in a situation you could put Kayla in against Anaya, or you know something like that, or even better if you get Kayla and Veronica against each other. That even would better. be awesome. Jordan, and. The the funny thing is, I, the whole time up until this part, I'm thinking Jordan's just gonna call out Wes. I was like, I know I they kind of so got, I, I know they got a love hate thing, but obviously Wes has been trying to get him out for obvious fucking reasons. And Jordan's like, you know what? I always swing big. I don't play a scared game. Uh, if I'm gonna take somebody out, I'm gonna take out Legend. Let's go, Mark. And I was like, what? I was just like, and it kind of. Bef- kind of bewildered me. I'm like, why is he going after Mark? I was like, if he's going to go after somebody who, who, he, who he perceives as a weaker player, there's other players to go after. Mark is still built like a fucking ox. Like, he just wanted to, like, say that whole spiel about, oh, I have a tattoo on my leg. Oh, God. I was this. just like, shut the fuck up. I was like, oh, my God. Pretentious you, you as fuck. And, and it's funny because right after this episode, uh, I was showing my man who was watching th- this episode with. I was just like, I was just like, yeah. So that speech was fucking stupid. I was like, you know what? This guy actually works better in silence. And I pulled up fucking uh, free agents, uh, season twenty five, episode seven, Pride Before the Wall, and when he goes and flips all the fucking kill cards to call out Johnny Bananas. I like now that is a fucking speech. I think a lot of the speeches before people go into elimination are fucking stupid. Nobody wants to hear. Yeah. And I did not like his fucking Hercules speech. Suck a dick. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, didn't, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. I just didn't want to hear that. Hercules on... was not a god. He was not a god, but Ventriloquist was, or whatever the fuck this deity's name is. God, such a pompous, pretentious prick. <laughs> I was like, dear fucking God, shut you, you, up. You know what he could have did? He could have just said, hey, Mark, it's going to be your night. Let's go. And called it a fucking day. We would have all respected it. The name of this game is called Pull Your Own Weight. This is going to be a physical puzzle. Uh, there's these bags hooked up to a rig, and you have to pull them down, and then knock puzzle pieces off. Yeah, grab the puzzle pieces and put together a telegram. Doesn't really sound that exciting. Uh, so initially, I wasn't really excited for this, uh, for this one. Uh, Jaina, so first up, it's going to be the ladies. Jaina versus Ronnie. Uh, Ronnie was was able to get her puzzle pieces knocked down first, and then John A flat out fucking dust her in, in the telegram. Dust her. I mean, I must have looked at my phone for two seconds, like I was taking notes or whatever, and by the time I looked up, TJ blew the horns, like, winner John A. I was like, what the fuck just happened? I think the only, <laughs> the only elimination that went faster was the War of the Worlds one, where Georgia busts through the tape. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, within 2.5 seconds. You gotta hate those things. Um, you know, Ronnie is strong, but I don't think anybody was about to, I, I think even if you had the males there, she probably would have dusted them off. I'm very glad of how Johnny is able to perform. And I like seeing Johnny have success on All Stars because she was never regarded as a good challenger. And it's and, and it's funny too, because when I went back to go watch that ep- to show my man's the episode. That was the last time that both Jordan and Janae competed in elimination together. Because Janae was there too, and she got knocked out. I mean, Janae is... I mean, she was never good. 
She's... Yeah, she she never competed well. So it's nice seeing her getting this 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 second win, the second you know the second shot at the challenge and being successful. I love it for her. We you know I, I love to see. It. I mean, I don't know how well she do on a regular challenge, uh, with some of the competitors there. I don't know. I think, I think she'll be fine if she's able to get herself a couple of people that she can rely on. I mean, I just, I think that she's just, I think that, I think that the, I just don't think she would last. I'm sorry. I don't think she'd last well in a regular challenge. Well, see, the thing is, I don't really look at all stuff. See, the regular challenge goes on for much, much longer than all stars. It's not necessarily the length of time. It's the level of competitor. I just don't, like, let's be honest at the level of female competition on All-Stars versus the female competition most of the time on a challenge season. Maybe not so recently, but even That's like... That's what a, I'm saying. You, you said, just like you said, not so much recently. There I'm, hasn't I'm really thinking been like a lot of, War of the Worlds and uh, kind about of it. challenges. Okay, okay, so there's Tori. Is Tori going to be on season 38? I there's no reason so. to think she's not. But oh, yes, out. she is. Okay, so no Kara, no Camilla, Cam is currently out. Uh, where the fuck has Ashley been? Traveling. There's, <laughs> there's really, there's no real female powerhouse. Tori is built up as a female powerhouse, but kind of like Jenna. You know, Jenna came in really, really strong. Barbie Beast made three finals, and then nothing. And then, you know what it is? And then mediocrity is what happened. Tori is Mediocrity. very much an overrated uh, competitor. She's really not that good, in my opinion. Who? Tori. I think Tori's good, but I think Tori appears to be better than what she is because of the level of female competitor. Once you get into elimination, she is really susceptible, even though she has won some really impressive ones. We've seen her go in and do work, but... Lately, I mean, it is what it is. She's, she's no Cara Maria. Um, <laughs> let's go. Let's go ahead and move on to the guys, which was a little bit closer. We got Mark versus Jordan. Uh, it's funny because when they're going in, their bags look heavy as fuck. The girls didn't look like they. The ladies didn't seem like they were struggling that much with pulling the bag up. I mean, it looked heavy, but the men bags look heavy as fuck. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Polly. and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Cara Maria. This is a shout out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. And this one, I realized, I was just like, damn, why is Jordan looks like he's lagging? Jordan is so fucking good at the challenge, you forget that he's handicapped. I mean, like, literally, his hand is capped. You forget <laughs> that he... No, for real. This is how good this motherfucker is. You forget. And then he says it, and they're like, oh, yeah, he only has one hand. No wonder he can't work as fast as, like, Mark is working. But you don't even think that about him. And... To Jordan's credit, I kind of think that that's what he wants. Well, Jordan you know? always wants to be underestimated. So he, but the thing is, is that's what his power is. And that's what his main motivation is. No, nobody underestimates his ass. 
<laughs> well, days. you know what I mean. But, but back in the day when he first started, it, it was one of those things where people are like, can he really be this strong competitor? You know, and the thing is, is he's not necessarily the best at puzzles. He almost got screwed over a Dirty 30 because of a similar puzzle. Mm. So had Tori not been like, yo, dude, <laughs> hello. Um, but he, it's just, Jordan, I honestly was surprised he didn't win because he's Jordan. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah. So um, I, was, I was surprised too. You know, they pull the bags up. Um, Mark, Mark gets the bag first and their puzzle goes on for quite some bit. And once you're at that point in the puzzle, you know what I mean? It's anyone's game. Anyone's game. And Mark got the win. And I'm really, really happy for Mark. Uh, you know, he was just like, you know, one challenge legend just ran into a bigger challenge legend. And I fucking loved it. I, you know, I, I loved the, uh, his chest poking out. It was done with grace and class. And he's just like, you know, I'm the fucking sheriff in town. Fucking loved it. Jordan lost grace, uh, graciously. He which did. I, which I always respect. I always respect it when people are able to take their L's and take their wins. And I, I can say, even though Jordan's season is over, this season, I definitely hated him the least. I found him, don't get me wrong, yes, I still found him annoying, but he ain't do nothing crazy. Uh, he played a good game. He made it far. Uh, I think for him, because of the class of challenger that he's in, anytime that he doesn't make a final, he would have to see it as, as a failure. Like, if Josh made a final... You'd be like, this was a successful season for Josh. And if Jordan doesn't make a final, it, I, it would be looked at as like a losing season. Yeah. No, I mean, Jordan has always, like, even when he was in his more pompous, I'm the shit stage, he always took a loss very gracefully. And he always gave props to the people who beat him. Like, when he lost the bananas, he could mm -hmm. have thrown yep. a hissy fit of hissy fits but he didn't uh he took he took the l right on the chin so i think this is a season that i hated him less um i still think he's a pompous ass i still think he's king in his own mind uh <laughs> uh and he thinks that he's better than everybody in my opinion he i don't think that'll ever change but he was more likable this season, but I feel like he was trying harder this season. I think he was really trying to be likable. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and that's one of the things that always kind of gets me with him. A lot of the stuff he does, anytime he does it seem like an asshole, to me it just seems planned. It, it, it seems calculated. And I don't know. Maybe I'm tripping, but I... I look at, he didn't win, but I think a lot of people who disliked him was able to stand him a lot more than what they usually do. Not stand him, but like stand him. Like stand not him. S-T-A-N-D. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I think they were able, I think they were a lot more tolerable of him. Um, and I don't know, maybe this is the beginning of him, you know, starting to turn people around. Uh, for a long time, I did not, I mean, I did not like C.T., for a very long time. And, you know, CT is, is fucking beloved nowadays. So maybe something like that is in the cards for him in the future. I always love CT, even if I had to just put him on mute when he was thing. 
Yeah. He was so pretty. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> there's 10 people left. You got to, th- there's 10 people left and three more episodes. So you got to think two people are going to get knocked off next episode and then, they- then they're going to run the final with eight. Um, okay. Bold predictions. Um, who do you think is going to get knocked off next episode? Hmm. I think, I honestly think Kellyanne is screwed. I have a feeling she's going to be just that big target if she doesn't win. Otherwise, probably, um, Aya. I would, one of those two. Who do you think for the guys? Derek. Hmm. Something tells me Derek's time is about coming up. And it's possible it's getting tight now. Everybody who's left are boys. Oh yeah. Derek, possibly Nehemiah, which makes me sad. I love Nehemiah. But I feel like they're keeping him as a possible layup. I feel like they really can feel like they can beat him. I think so too. You always want that one beatable person in the final with you. Um, I think that Nehemiah's number is going to get called because I think it's going to come down to the winners and whoever wins just isn't going to want to put together, put in one of their boys, which actually I think would be the wrong move. Since it's so tight, put in one of your boys so whoever feels more confident can call out the person they need to call out. Instead of giving all that power to the person who you're putting in. For the ladies Yeah, I, I would think... definitely start volunteering myself at this point. Yes. Now for the ladies... I don't think it's going to be Kellyanne's number because right now I'm not seeing a whole lot of people who would beat Kellyanne in a lot of these eliminations. I mean, it would have to be a puzzle for her to maybe get flustered, but she's shown that she can win these things too. So I think that can go either way. And I don't think anybody's, you know, the funny thing is real talk. Nobody's going to call Kellyanne down there. Who would? Kellyanne will fuck their world up one-on-one. Not unless think, they really want to go against somebody that they feel like. Like, honestly, I could see somebody trying to, like, make a name by going up. against someone against her. But Naya her, but. and Jane are not going to call out Kellyanne. No. And Kayla would probably rather go against Anaya. So I don't think I Kellyanne's can, number is going to get called. I can I think see it's a gonna Kayla be, going after uh, a, a Jane, too. Possibly, too. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, but most likely, I see Naya and Nehemiah. I think that I think I think that I'm going to get called. Well, Naya's also like her head. I think is going to be out of the game now that Jordan's gone. I think Ill. she really fucking ill. I know, but I think honestly, her codependence on Jordan this season, if that's legitimate, it does seem very legitimate to me. And that makes it even more gross. So that's kind of what's weird. I don't know for sure. But I always felt like Naya was more sincere about her situation with Jordan. I feel like Jordan's a little bit more calculated. Maybe it's just my feelings towards him, though. I don't say you're far off. Well, that's going to do it for us. That was episode seven of the Challenge All-Stars season three airing on Paramount+. Plus. Paramount Plus, right? Yes. Or is it the Paramount Network? Paramount Plus. I think it's Paramount Plus, but I don't remember. I just know it's Paramount. I just, yes. Paramount app. <laughs> so it is confirmed we will be covering the Challenge USA. 
I'm not going to promise that we're going to finish it. If they can't lock me in within like four episodes, fuck them. Because I don't need the extra time commitment. I need... Uh, But we will be covering the shit. I need some intense, good drama with some great gameplay. I'm I'm moving from standoffish to I'm kind of confident that I, I, I actually think... That is going to be super fucking dope. Are burn uh, the the are the same pro- like production company yep. involved? I- uh, you know what? I'm not even a hundred percent sure. I think one of the producers just did a challenge mania, uh, Patreon. I'm not sure of all of the things that was said, but you know what? The main thing I'm doing is I'm just giving them a fair shake. I'm going in it thinking that I will enjoy it, and we'll just see if they're going to disappoint me or not. Honestly, ready to skate on that here? Burr Murray is involved i think that we're fine because eh, but i mean murray has fucked up plenty of good seasons like I maybe mean, a fresh pair of eyes is is just what the doctor ordered well we just need people that do the challenges right i do not want to see a four-piece puzzle like in big brother it's just not what i want to see come on the heart of the challenge is the mad scramble from after a daily and between the deliberation this is the heart of the challenge. I so, want to see good uh, eliminations only, and solid dailies. The only thing is, I hope it's not sanitized. Like the way everything is on network TV. Everything is just a bit more cleaner than what it needs to be. The challenge still needs to be able to get down in the mud. And you know, um, letting them curse and shit all over Paramount is by far the fucking best. Yeah. Let's go ahead and wrap it up. Thank you all for, thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at LWC Podcast. Follow us on Facebook and TikTok at Love War Challenges. Cop your official LWC gear at shop.lwcpodcast.com and our website is lwcpodcast.com. Go get your customizable challenge gear and accessories at shopthechallenge.com and make sure you listen to Love War Challenges Podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast app. Once again, I am MTV Malik. She is Becky at Giftmaster Bex. This is Love War Challenges. Good night. Peace.